Hi, everybody. This is Josh Becerra from Agurian. Welcome to this episode of How I Work. I am joined by Corey Walker. Thanks for being here, Corey. Of course. Glad to be here. So, Corey, you are the co-author of Instagram for Dummies and Instagram for Business for Dummies, yes. a how-to guide for using Instagram to market your business. You're also the owner of The Marketing Specialist, a digital marketing agency in El Dorado Hills, California. Corey works with several clients to produce social media strategies, including creating graphics and written content, advising on video, scheduling content, buying ads, tracking analytics, she loves helping businesses achieve success in the online world. Thank you so much for being here. I'm super excited about this conversation. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So, you know, let's get started by having you tell listeners a little bit about how you got started in social media marketing and then like this focus on Instagram. I mean, you have books that you've written now. So Instagram is a particular platform. Like what was it about Instagram that was so compelling to you? Yeah. So, um, well, I got my start in marketing a while ago. <laughs> sure. um, I've had my agency for 17 years, kind of before the, you know, social media. So I did a lot of, you know, print work, uh, newsletters, email newsletters, all that kind of stuff. Um, and then I started seeing this new thing, Twitter and that, you know, started, I started dipping my toes in the water of that and Facebook and then eventually Instagram. And, um, I just really liked, I liked the combo kind of a Facebook and Instagram. And, um, and then of course, once Facebook bought Instagram, it was just kind of a natural flow. But um, yeah, I, I started dabbling in Instagram a little bit more and, and found that I could get more, um, I could be seen more on Instagram. You know, Facebook had gotten so crowded and it was so right. hard to be seen organically that I kind of hopped over a little bit more on Instagram and was noticing, oh, people can actually see my stuff. And you know, I'm getting likes on things and I'm getting engagement. So, um, I started, you know, building more of a community there Mm -hmm. and then, um, and then the opportunity for the book came along. So, uh, one of my friends, uh, the co one of my co-authors, Eric Buto, um, he had been writing dummies books for a long time on multiple different subjects. And, um, so they had asked him to write an Instagram book and, So he thought, well, you know, I know how to write. There's kind of a formula for writing in the Demi's style, but he didn't have a ton of um, experience using Instagram to promote business. So he asked me to do that um, with him. And then we brought on Jen Herman. And um, so, of course, once you write a book about Instagram, you really got to go all in on Instagram. (laughs) So (laughs) it was, yeah. So then once I wrote the book, I'm like, well, I better... I better know a lot about Instagram now and I better really use it. So <laughs> it was a little bit, you know, cart before the horse kind of thing. Yep. Um, but I was, I was already using it, but it really, really reinforced my using it um, on a much wider uh, basis. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Instagram, uh, you know, when I think about it, it's, I definitely feel like from a business perspective, um, you know, B2C uh, and like influencer marketing and things like that seem super important. Um, as you know, listeners of our podcast are uh, many SaaS marketers, right? So software as a service. And of course, we there's software that, you know, you're selling B2C. 
So let's mm -hmm. maybe talk about that first a little bit. Um, so, you know, intuitively Instagram sh is, is good for B2C and mm -hmm. so kind of feels like a slam dunk. So what are like some of the most effective things you see B2C companies uh, doing with Instagram? Or is there like a brand that you say, man, go and look at the brand, the profile of this brand on Instagram. They are like using it super smart. Yeah, I mean, um, there's definitely companies and some of the bigger companies when they go all in on Instagram, they can do some fun things. Um, Chipotle is one if you want to take a look at Chipotle um, and Califia Farms. They do, um, you know, like oat milk and almond milk and creamers and things like that. They both do a good job. But um, what I like about Chipotle is they infuse a lot of humor into what they do. Sure. Um, and so they're embracing the newer things, um, like reels. Um, so they're, they're using reels and, and going out to some of their, um, customers and then going out to some of their employees and doing fun things with them. Yeah. Um, they're using stories. Basically the thing that works the best with B2C is thinking of Instagram as a funnel. Sure. Um, so if, if you look at the top, you're going to have reels and that, you know, Instagram is just pushing that out like crazy because they're trying to beat TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be yeah. real. Um, so, so they're just pushing that, pushing that, pushing that. So you can get your new eyeballs at the top of the funnel in reels. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to go down a little bit further and they're going to post more information either about their product or about their service, um, on the main feed. Yeah. And that gets people to, you know, get to know them a little bit better and like them at that point. And then they're shifting into stories and maybe lives um, and getting a little bit more um, personal or doing some more fun things that they might not have done on the regular feed. Um, so the businesses that are kind of embracing that seem to do really well. And I will say you know, nice photography helps like Califia Farms. They're really good about having um, really good photography um, and using reels anytime, basically anytime Instagram comes out with something new, I encourage people to start using it because um, they're going to push it hard. So, right. um, you know, reels, a lot of people, it's been out now for, I think, two years and just now a lot of people are starting to hop on it. Mm -hmm. Um, I saw it as an opportunity early on and said, okay, this is some, this is going to be big. I need to start doing these. And so, um, you know, I did get a lot more traction once I started doing those. So man, anyway. Yeah. I, I really love, um, how you're thinking about this as like a funnel. I never guess really thought of like, particular features within like a social media platform, pairing that with like a different part of the funnel. Um, so mm -hmm. I, I really think that's smart. And then the other thing that I think is a good call out is at least in our experience with our own profiles has been um, when you add people, like I'm thinking about, let's use Chipotle as an example, right? Mm -hmm. Like one thing is to put on a picture of like a burrito or a bowl or something that looks fabulous and that's great. But mm -hmm. another thing is to actually like have that employee or that customer, like that human, like we have seen way more kind of impressions, engagement, all of those things. When you have like more 
human centered content. Would you say that's, that's true? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I, I have kind of a weird client base. So I have a hospital and medical group marketing on one side and restaurants on the other side. I don't know how I landed that to those two things, but, um, but on both, I will say, um, when I mix in profiles of the employees, it always does well, um, because you've got both the other employees, you know, cheering them on and then, you know, even restaurant or at like a medical group, you've got either the patients or the customers saying like, Oh yeah, you know, Stacy, she is wonderful. I love her. I love when she serves me this, or she takes great care of my mom. Um, so it works fabulously. So that's one, when you're, um, when you're questioning, okay, as a B2B thing, like how can I use Instagram for B2B? Mm -hmm. That's a great one to incorporate is let's, um, highlight the staff, like who's the person that's in charge of this function and put some, um, you know, put a human touch to some of these things that can feel very, uh, you know, they're just not tangible. So it puts the human back in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's called social media for a reason, a reason, I guess. Right. Nobody's like, yeah. Uh, social with their burrito. They're we're social with other humans, of course. So you brought exactly. up B2B, right? So we've talked a little bit about B2C and um, how that's a little bit more intuitively. I think people can understand how to leverage Instagram. So yeah. you, you talked a little bit about B2B. So let's explore that a little bit more. Um, do you have some examples of B2B businesses that you think are like doing an awesome job or, you know, like beyond what we, what we were just covering, which is like the people side of like posting about people, what other strategies or tactics have you seen that work for B2B on Instagram or social in general? Yeah. Um, so MailChimp is a great example of B2B. Um, Mm -hmm. and then Google there's, they have, um, Google has, a separate page that's called life at Google. So that is kind of talking more about, you know, the employees and what they do there. Um, But as far as MailChimp goes, they, that's a fun one to watch because they do, um, they have a whole like film series Hmm. on different topics. I think, um, you know, Bjork, the (laughs) kind of crazy entertainer from like the nineties, She did a film series with them. So they have a whole section on their site. That's just this film series. And then they'll take little snippets of it um, and do kind of reels about that. Um, They do feature employees. They also have this fun thing where they um, have created these fake books. So, you know, for different, um, different areas of the site, they have a fake book. So it could be like the case of the abandoned cart. And they have a book cover for that. And then, you know, it's all like about fiction or nonfiction. <laughs> it, yeah, <laughs> I, I guess it's, I guess it's fiction. I don't know, yeah, but yeah. it's more, it's just the cuteness of, they have like a fake book cover. And then it talks about one of their features, which is, you know, a customer journey and you can go back and retrieve your abandoned cart people through their email. So, um, yeah, so that's a fun one to watch because you can really see, um, some of the fun things they do. They do also, um, fun reels and videos with some of their employees, um, you know, just doing humor, humor, if you can infuse it, especially with software, because it, you know, it can be kind of a dry 
(laughs) dry topic. Robotic. Yeah. If you can figure out a way to incorporate some humor, that's always going to help you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, in the end, all good marketing is really hasn't as a a message that resonates with the the person's like wants, needs, or like problem that they're trying to solve. So like, if you can Mm -hmm. do that or like articulate that in a fun way or in a really dramatic way that like, I think social uh, lends itself pretty well to, to doing some of that. So I love that. Uh, I love that thought. Um, So we've talked a little bit about like profiles that are doing awesome. uh, What, what things are working. Let's talk a little bit on the flip side, right? About like what strategies don't work or what you've seen brands do and that you think people should be avoiding, especially on Instagram or other social media sites for that matter. Sure. Yeah. So one thing I see a lot of um, with B2B is um, really dry. So people will post just like stock photos of, you know, say it's somebody at their computer, like pointing at the computer or, you know, a business meeting. And it's so obvious that it's a stock photo and it's just like, ew, no one cares. This is so bleh. And so I will have people, um, you know, that, that want to be clients and they're like, oh, well, I have all this stuff and it's, you know, just stock photos and it's so boring and it's just, no one cares. You know, it's like, they're going to see that go through their feed and they are just going to keep scrolling. So that's, that's a big one for me is like, you can incorporate, you know, a little bit here and there. And maybe if you have a text overlay that kind of explains a little bit, I mean, I'm not anti stock photo for everything, but if that's what your whole profile is, is static photo posts of stock photos, then you will just, yeah, it's not going to work for you. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, definitely doesn't have the personality that you, you want it to have. And, and especially Instagram, it's like, it's about photos. It's about photography. Right. And so, um, of course, you know, you've got the reels and other things, but like, yeah, loading it up with stock photos. That's a, that's a good call out. Other other things that you've seen that you're like, Oh, don't do that. Yeah. Um, you know, when people will do, they'll, they'll have a business, but then they'll infuse all these other like random things. Like they'll just post a meme that they thought was funny, Mm -hmm. you know, and it has nothing to do with their business. I mean, memes can be really great if you incorporate them. And if they make sense with your brand, like I think MailChimp does some, some memes, Um, And it can be a really great tool, but if you are a business and I don't see this as like the bigger businesses, they know better, but you know, somebody that maybe has their own business and they're a little bit smaller. um, Yeah. They're like, Oh, this is funny. I'm just going to post this meme on my account. It's like, okay, but how does that relate? You know? So things like that. And, and some stuff, you know, if it's funny, I'll post a meme maybe on my personal side or or on my, um, on my stories, Mm -hmm. because that's kind of showing my personal side. Um, but when they just post something, you know, on their main feed and it's supposed to be a business page, it's like, "Mm, I don't, where are we going here? Doesn't work. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And then another thing is just not using, um, a wide variety of content types. 
So if you are just relying on the single static post, um, you're not going to be seen very well. Um, If you embrace reels, if you go live every once in a while, I will admit I, I don't really go live and I, it's something it's like, it's on my list for 2023, like go live. Right. I don't know why I think like, I'm totally comfortable doing a, a podcast thing like this. And even if it's live, if I'm with another person, sure. so I think I just need to uh, have some collaborators. Cause I don't know what I would talk about. Just talking to myself. I feel yeah. <laughs> strange. I've been uh, myself experimenting a little bit with like the kind of first person, hold the phone and just like do a monologue. Um, yeah. And it does, it like brings up all these like insecurities, you know, we're humans. <laughs> awkward. Like, do I look dumb? How do I sound? What am I wearing? <laughs> yeah. How's the lighting? Like, so anyway, it's, it's, uh, it's taken a couple of little runs at that to get used to it. I'll be honest. With yeah. You, so. Yeah. Yeah. But that, that's uh, a good call out to not just focus on like one feature within the platform, but to like leverage more things. I've seen that like on, on LinkedIn, if you have different types of posts and content, you do kind of gain reach somehow. You know, there's something in these algorithms that say like, don't just post the same static image all the time. Yeah. And, um, and what I'll do is I'll download, um, some of my reels and put them on LinkedIn and it's, it's different, you know, people, and I won't do as many of the jokey ones unless I have like a fun Friday and it always does relate back to my business somehow, but, um, but yeah, people it's, it's different. And it's of course, you know, in the vertical format. So it's taking more space on LinkedIn than most of the other posts. So, um, so I think people really, they like play kind of auto play. And if you've got like the closed captioning, people can read it and that kind of is engaging. Yeah. I know that I, like that catches my eye way more than mm-hmm. like a static image post for sure. Even on LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Okay. Sure. So let's switch gears a little bit. Um, you uh, told me that you're going to be releasing the second edition of Instagram for dummies now in early December. So woohoo, that sounds awesome. Um, <laughs> so, you know, you talked a little bit about your uh, co-authors and how you got into it. So can, can you tell us a little bit about what it's like Uh, like writing for the dummies brand and then um is there anything new that's in this second edition that you want to highlight uh in particular yeah well um okay so let me go back to your (laughs) this is like a multi yeah it is sorry question um yeah so working with the dummies brand it is it's great um it's nice that uh both of the books the Instagram for business for dummies and Instagram for dummies are in their second edition because it does make it a lot easier to write. Like the first one that we wrote, you know, it's completely from scratch. Um, so now it's getting easier, but I will say Instagram is constantly changing. And this year was a doozy. I mean, they were just like, we were writing all summer and I was purposely waiting until the end to write the reels chapter. Cause I knew I'm like, Oh, they're going to keep they're going to keep adding stuff. Um, so that, that is a challenge, just keeping up with the changes as you're furiously writing and making sure that they're not going to change something again. And, you know, with a printed book on a social media platform, it, you just, you have to do your best (laughs) and hope it doesn't change too drastically. 
quickly. Yeah, they're iterating um, and iterating and iterating really quickly. So yeah, you get this like snapshot in time that you get to capture. And yeah, you know, I'm sure there's ma major tenants that flow through no matter what the iteration is that they've for sure. created. Yeah, I mean, they might add like another small button or something that changes the screenshot, but for the most part, you know, it's it's going to be solid. Um, another thing that's nice about working with a larger publisher is, um, unlike if I was writing this book myself, <laughs> it would probably never get finished. But when you have a publisher, you have, you know, quarterly deadlines. So we had to get a certain number of chapters in to right. release like royalty payments and, you know, advances and stuff like that. So that is the push that I know I need. I know a lot of people out there that are like, oh, I want to write this book, but I just don't have the time for it. Um, and if that's the case, get some kind of accountability partner or literally get someone to say, I'm going to charge you $200 if you don't get this chapter into me by, you know, yeah. November 30th, because it's got to take me to it's hard. Dinner. <laughs> exactly. It's really hard unless you have some, you know, somebody saying this needs to be in when you're running a business and doing all the other stuff, it's easy to shove that aside. So that's nice working, you know, with a major publisher. Um, as far as what's in the book that's new, well, the, sorry, I've got my thing on mirror. So I, I never know which way it's not the regular, so I could have the books facing the right way. It's yeah. mirror. So I always feel backwards. Um, anyway, the, this purple one is the one that's going to be replaced with a green edition. Um, that's not the major change, by the way, there's, <laughs> there's much more content. Um, but that one, we had two chapters on IGTV. IGD, okay. IGTV is not any longer. So those chapters were replaced with chapters on reels. So we go really deep into how to use reels, um, all the different functionality, how to do, you know, transitions and what works well, things like that. Yeah. So, um, so that's a big change. There were some changes with stories just in, you know, small buttons and things like that. Um, you know, basically every screen has changed in some manner. Um, they right. they move buttons, they move things around. Um, we had to do a ton of editing. So, um, but yeah, probably one of the biggest things was um, the IGTV leaving and now um, Reels coming in. So that's yeah. going to be, if you're into Reels, that's going to be um, a big one to watch. Well, that's really cool. I, yeah, I can imagine, you know, cause I know I've read, um, some of the other dummies kind of content, uh, other books and things like that. I haven't gotten my copy yet of Instagram for dummies, but I promise you I will. Uh, <laughs> okay. and, um, yeah, because it is like the four dummies concept, you have to like be explaining like the details. And when I think about the complexity of you know a single social media platform like instagram like big kudos to you and your co-authors for you know figuring Thank out you. how to put that in a in a way that someone can you know follow and learn from um down to the button so that that's amazing 
Thank you. Yeah. And it's, I mean, I will say it. So we take all our own screenshots of everything and then we, it goes through an editor that um, frankly was not an Instagram user, which was helpful because she would go through and, you know, try things out and be like, well, what, what does this step mean? You know, and sometimes when you use things over and over, it's just like, oh yeah, you do this, this, and that. Right. Um, but she would go through it and be like, well, I don't understand what you meant by this. Yeah. So there's that. And then it goes through a technical editor that tests it again and, you know, does every single step. So you wow. can feel pretty confident knowing that, you know, everything's tested out. We test it, then it gets tested again and tested again. Um, so, uh, yeah, so it's, it's thoroughly reviewed, um, for accuracy. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, it's great that you're making those contributions to the space. I really have appreciated the, the conversation, uh, and some of the insights that you've provided about, you know, like profiles and what companies are doing from both B2B and the B2C perspective that is awesome and what things should be avoided. So hopefully the audience of SaaS marketers can take some things away from this uh, episode of how I work, but that's really all the time we have for today. I really appreciate the conversation though, Corey. And yeah, uh, it was great talking rem to you. Remember second edition of Instagram for dummies is coming out in uh, early December. So maybe uh, yeah. a good uh, gift for the new year for people, you know, right? For sure. Yes, definitely. Awesome. Thanks so much, Corey. Thank you.